Maybe just search free Enneagram. It seems weird that there's five choices. Like what if what if I did three down the entire test? Like does anyone well, ever? Then you'd do be that? a three. <laughs> Is that how it works? I don't I probably. Well, welcome to season two. I thought we'd call it season two since we took such a long break. And yeah. we'll just pretend that that was season one. Yeah. And then this is season two. Right. W which was all intentional. Exactly. From the beginning. And boy, do we have a great season coming up for you. <laughs> um, it's been a while, mm -hmm. but we're back. We've upgraded our setup here, as you can see. Um, yeah, we've got mic cool mics now. Blocking our faces. Mm -hmm. But at least the audio will sound better, especially if, you, if you're on the podcast. Right. Maybe you'll hear less of our children in the background. Although... I can hear some something going on downstairs yeah. right now. Who knows? They're, they're fine. They're fine. Well, um, I, should we do like a recap of like where we've been or what, what's been going on? I mean. Not that interesting. I wouldn't think so, but. We're in the heart of COVID-19. You want to talk about that? <laughs> I feel like that's all quarantined. anybody's been talking about. We've been quarantined for days. This could be a place where you don't have to hear about COVID-19. Our thoughts on the virus. <laughs> In, our take in, in four parts our hot take our on, four part take on the virus yeah no uh we it obviously affects us though it affects everyone so it does and it's been a little bit nerve-wracking thinking about what the future will hold but it's out of our control yeah. so we're uh we're just gonna make a podcast episodes we're we're rolling with it and we're counting our blessings <laughs> that's good that should be on a mug <laughs> count, count i think it probably is um, our blessings. Hope you all are safe and healthy and doing well. So I wanted to ask you a question because as somebody I saw I've been I've been seeing this posted a few times. Yeah. And I know you haven't done this yet. And I know I have. And the, mm. and this that I'm talking about is oh, an enneagram. Is that how you say it? Yes. Enneagram. I I think so. Okay. So That's I how I've heard it. Enneagram. I know this because Charlie, who I work with, who works with me in, in Ferguson Film Shoots Weddings with me, um, he's he's into in, into it. I, I don't into it is maybe too strong of a word. I, I don't know, but sure. I mean, clearly, there's people who are f fans of it, right? And my only understanding of it has been people saying like, "Oh, I'm a six, Absolutely. and so that means I'm like this." And so I haven't looked into it at all, but I'm very curious, right? So I thought, I, I was just curious, yeah, because I know you haven't done it. So I took the test and, and got my number. And I, I, to, be, to be completely honest, the whole time I thought, I mean, this is hocus pocus. You know, this is garbage. <laughs> but I took it. Hocus pocus. Uh, did people say that? It's <laughs> like a great a movie. There's a movie. Um, <laughs> and so I, I thought it was the bad guy in Frosty the Snowman. And so I, I took it and I read the description of what my number is and just i read it with the intent to pick it apart right it yeah and it was surprisingly accurate sure which is you have a really unique perspective because you are very cynical about the whole thing yes and so you would think almost wanting to sabotage or something well and i think that's what i is i i just answered the questions not at all like Oh, this is, you know, this is kind of who I am. Just like, I'm just going to answer it how I really feel. 
almost thinking that it would describe somebody that wasn't really me. Right. Uh, because I, I feel like to an extent, we all are sort of this projection of what we think we are. Do you know what I mean? Sure, and so, yeah. and so I kind of felt like, well, if I answer him like just really honestly, then it's yeah, not going to be no what. Yeah, there's no possible way it would be accurate. Right. Yeah. And it was. <laughs> and I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I think you should take the test. Yeah, I think so too. And I'm, we should find out. Now, you have similar feelings to me a little bit in that. Yeah. I, mean, I don't I know don't, if cynical is too strong of a word. Sh- well, you were definitely cynical. No, no, I know I was. I said I don't know if yeah, you were Yeah, I don't think I'm... Obviously, there's a reason people love it and it's been really helpful. So I don't deny that. I also sure. am really curious as to how it all works. Yeah. I, I, I don't yeah. know. Well, okay, we'll let's uh, let's do it. Let's do it live. Okay. Well, well, we're not live, but you know what I mean. <laughs> take, let's take the test and we'll... We'll cut from here uh, once you've finished it. I don't even know. Where do you go to take the well, test? Well, I probably Google should it, have probably. had it. Well, I probably should have had it queued up already. Okay. So according to my test, my got my results. Your primary. Now, hold on now. This oh, is a big moment. This is a big moment. Because this is where you figure out. I don't know what this, this means. You figure out who you really are. <laughs> because I don't know. Right. This is going to tell me. This is going to tell you. Your primary type is two. Wow. How many people hear that right now and know exactly what that means? Right, right. More than I do. Yeah. I don't have any idea what that means. <laughs> Although, it sounds right. <laughs> well, it probably is if yours was right. Uh, let's see. Let's read it. I got see, this is, this is what's interesting to me. All right. Here we go. You ready? You are empathetic, sincere, and warm-hearted. Check, check, check. They are friendly, generous, self-sacrificing, but can also be sentimental, flattering, and people-pleasing. Okay. Check, check, check. They are well-meaning and driven, uh, driven to be close to others, but can slip into doing <laughs> things Uh-oh. for others in order to be needed. Okay, sure. No, well, no, 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 I mean like... Uh, Sure. They typically have problems with possessiveness, with acknowledging their own needs. I don't know what that means. Possessiveness and acknowledging my own needs. Those seem like two different things. Right. I don't acknowledge my own needs. I forget to eat because I'm feeding the children. I think it's two different things. They typically have problems with possessiveness and with acknowledging their own needs. So you need to be possessive of things. Or or they, I don't know. That doesn't really sound like you very much. But... um, at their best, unselfish and altruistic. Okay. Uh, they have unconditional love for others. I would say this, especially the empathetic part, describes you very well. Some of it maybe is a little bit too far, but uh, you know, it's almost like yeah, you couldn't. That... It's almost like you can't narrow down every human into nine categories. <laughs> I think that's kind of the idea. Um, I wouldn't disagree with most of that, though. Okay. Would you disagree with some examples that sign up with you, like Do- uh, like Barry Manilow and Dolly Parton? Dolly Parton's a two. Oh, I'm in good company. I like also that. Danny Glover. Oh wow! So, what? so you know, go back to Cincinnati. <laughs> to Angels and Outfields reference. Yeah, I get it. I somebody get it. knows it, and they're loving it right now. Oh, that's a lot of reading, but it sounds like it's you. A little bit. Sure. I can't, I can't say, oh, well, okay. wow, that's the opposite of the, I'm a, I'm a me. seven. 
Right. So let me read you what a seven says, and you tell me if you think this describes me. <laughs> Do you think this is interesting for anybody? Probably not, okay. but people love Enneagrams, so. Sevens are extroverted, optimistic, versatile, and spontaneous. <laughs> extroverted, uh, spontaneous. Playful, high-spirited, and practical. Yes. Seems like some oxymorons there are some things that don't Right, up. Practical. Really Hmm. They can also misapply their many talents, becoming overextended, scattered, and undisciplined. Uh, they don't actually. No, that's that totally inaccurate. <laughs> uh, they constantly seek new and exciting experiences, but can be, <laughs> but can become distracted and exhausted by staying on the go. And they typically have problems with impatience and impulsiveness. <laughs> At their best, they focus their talents on worthwhile goals, becoming appreciative, appreciative, joyous, and satisfied. It seems like they're saying you might do things and then not like follow through, like almost like start a podcast right. and then and then it just fizzles out. Right. But you're so that really excited. Ex- like me because but you're we're here in season two and <laughs> And we're still going. We're still going strong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I I mean that that sounds pretty accurate. The the whole like what was what did it say? All spontaneous or always seeking something new or something. Yeah. I don't necessarily feel like right. that fits you, but that, yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. They yeah. approach life with curiosity, optimism, and a sense of adventure like kids in a candy store. I mean, maybe, but also maybe not, <laughs> you know, I think like what's weird about this to me is I was, I was, when it showed me my results, it was talking about, well, you have to pay to unlock your full report. Oh, wow. But um, it's it's kind of bizarre to me to to read something that's like... This is to, like. Right, like this is who you are, which, okay, some of it's accurate, but some of it doesn't make sense. And I, I, I do believe we're all so different. So... I, I see the... I can definitely see the advantage because... My guess is that if you dig into these, you probably find like these are some of the things you're prone to. These are some of the things you may not be prone to. It's people with this personality type or whatever. Sure. Right? But so I could see two. I could see a good. A, the good side of it is that it helps you maybe learn how to how to interact with other people or like kind of get an idea of how other people think. Right. So looking at it from like that standpoint maybe is a good thing. Yeah. The bad thing to me would be almost like self prophecy. Do you know what I'm saying? It's called self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> right. I was talking about the ability to prophesy yourself. <laughs> that was something different. And I think that's actually a 10. Uh, let me look again. <laughs> yeah, that's a different. That was a different category. Uh, so what do you mean by self-fulfilling prophecy? <laughs> uh, um. It's weird to me how some of these have scenarios. So it's like a two will likely um, put themselves in this situation and they won't they won't make a right choice or something like that. To me, that's a little bit of a like, could there be a danger of a self-fulfilling prophecy? I see what you're saying. Like if if you make judgment calls and you make choices based on 
your number, even though it may not be the right choice or it may not even be accurate to who you really are. Yeah, that makes sense. That just feels like that could be a yeah, yeah. a danger or a concern with it. I think I, I agree with you. But it's interesting. Yeah. I, I do see the benefits, especially like when it comes to like counseling. I'm sure, sure that's really helpful. I'm sure like if you aren't super aware of who you are or, or how you see the world, like I could see how it could sort of help narrow things down for you right. a little bit and you can feel a lot more heard or understood. So yeah, I'd be I see cu- value I'd be curious, in that. I'd be curious to hear from other people who are more invested, invested is maybe the wrong word, but, but into the Enneagram thing and yeah. see like, Hey, I've been actually learning a lot about it and this has been, you know, really helpful or, right. or whatever. There's tons of books on it. I don't know about it other than yours and mine. I don't know any of the other ones. So I'd be curious to, but then like, do people know someone else's number? Like I, I, I just wonder this, say, I know you're a seven. So do I treat you differently because I know that you're a seven right? or like say a friend or a stranger sure. or whatever? Like, oh, you're a oh, you're a seven. five. Oh, right. well, you you must be like this. That just is kind of weird to me. Do people do that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. I don't know. I mean, I would imagine so because the thing is obviously, well, let, case in point here. Um, let me let me read you a few of the type of sevens, like examples of people that are also sevens that are just like me. Okay, and what you'll see here is that. Um, okay, first of all, George Clooney, naturally, Brad Pitt, wow, Robert Downey Jr., James Franco, Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay, so basically, Whoa. basically, basically, you're like very attractive. You missed your calling well, yeah. to be a really amazing, but, but Hollywood bachelor. Obviously, like if you actually knew those people like I do, then you would know that they're not all <laughs> the exact same. So if you meet somebody and they say, well, I'm a seven and somebody else is like, oh, I'm this. I, I, I guess you could project, oh, well, they're a seven. So they must have trouble with commitment, which was something else that I read, which has that's not follow through with like starting a podcast for me. Yes. Commitment with like relationships has never been that's never been a problem for me. Do you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't. So I suppose it could be dangerous if you're like oh, they're this way, so I got to be careful or watch out or something like that. Right. I don't know if people do that, though. Maybe maybe they don't, but I could see I just that could, could be see a, that being kind of a... Potential. a or like dating. Right. Do you... What if it? What if it's like, oh, you're a six? Oh, well, that's not going to work right. for me because I'm a hmm. whatever. Okay, now, I did see this... Uh, are two types together. Should we find out about what it's like? Yes, I'd like to hear. Should we find out to see if we're compatible? <laughs> let's let's find out from a website. Website. An institute. <laughs> that tells us how our relationship okay. is. In many ways, this is an interesting podcast today because we're just reading. Yeah, that's kind of... In many ways, both of these types can look alike. Both Enneagram 2s and 7s can be outgoing, friendly, funny, high-energy people and very enjoyable company. Okay. So I think if we stop there... <laughs> That's really accurate. We're we're pretty tremendously great. Tremendously fun to be around. To be around, yeah. They want others to be happy and have a good time. 
Yeah, that's accurate. Sure. And both types tend to interpret things, including setbacks, in a positive way. Always looking for the silver lining or the blessing in a seeming disaster. Okay, that's pretty... Wow, that's us. That's pretty... Well, honestly, that's pretty accurate yeah, for... That is true. What's happening right now. Uh, both types are engaging, spontaneous, and love the good things of life. What, what does that mean? In addition, twos bring a depth of feeling and concern for the welfare of others into the mix. That's definitely true. Twos admire the nerve and gusto with which sevens plunge ahead in life. <laughs> <laughs> that what might be that? a stretch. What does that even also, mean? Also, what does that sentence mean? <laughs> I do admire you. Yeah. But well, thank you. not your how you're plunging forward in life. Uh, the seven helps the two remember to do nice things for themselves on a regular basis. Like eat breakfast. Oh, yeah. Um, they remind twos that if they're not taking care of their own health and fulfillment, they will be, they will not be able to, they will not really be able to help others, be helpful to others. I'm very good you, at reading. You actually do, rem <laughs> you do remind me to, to take care of myself. Because mm. I won't do Both that. twos and sevens are idealistic, but twos can be more easily and consistently, uh, twos can more easily and and consistently translate this impulse into altruistic action. This inspires the seven who also enjoys sharing their abundance with others. Together, they can be remarkably generous and thoughtful as a couple. The two and the seven combination have a positive effect on people that is virtually unmatched by any other couple. Wow. They can be warm, welcoming, and generous, making others feel loved uh, and invited to the party. So, <laughs> so we have the best match? It's an institute, and it says so. <laughs> I, I, I mean, now there's there's this whole section here with potential trouble spots or issues. But are you gonna skip over? I don't that? think we need to read that because I I'd think like what we've learned it. here is that we've got the stuff. We've got the good stuff. I don't know. Uh, potential trouble spots. See, this is where I feel like the twos feel like they can never have enough intimacy and they usually try to find a ways to become closer. They like to stay at home or go on quiet walks together, cook. Or Sevens generally find the idea of settling down, limiting their options to be nowhere nearly as attractive to them. Sevens are capable of long-term, are capable of long-term commitments, but they tend not to be eager to get into them. As a result of these signals, twos may start to hover and become more intrusive, pulling on the reins of a seven in, insisting that they have more quality time together. That's not a problem. It, well, none of that sounds none like none of that us sounds like all. us. So so far, we're only in the good category. <laughs> that's the thing. Is it? Are we just really trying to? I, that's the thing. Is like, how honest can you be with yourself, and how much are you like? Oh, I'm, I'm the good version of a seven, right? Really, though, like, how about this? Further, sevens need to be the center of attention as a way of staying energized and excited. Other people and their needs are not really the focus of a concern as much as they are an audience of potential playmates. <laughs> That's not accurate. No. no. Again. <laughs> so wrong. If others can keep up with them in their fast pace while making the seven uh, the center of attention generally suits twos well for a while, twos eventually become... Uh, begin to unconsciously feel used. They will either withhold their attention and affection or start to com uh, compensate in other ways, such as 
overreacting or having real or imaginary health problems as a way of forcing the seven to pay attention to their needs. <laughs> so it's like that stupid movie uh, where the girl takes the poison. What was that movie? Uh, I don't know. Oh, shoot. Phantom What's... Thread. Phantom Thread. Oh. Oh, don't see it if you've seen it. Worst sorry. movie ever. Uh, no, what's that called? Um, well, it's like Munchausen's, but that's for someone else, I think. What? It's when you fake a... When you like... Fake sickness for attention? Yeah. But I, I think Munchausen's is doing it to your child. Anyway, oh, whatever. Gotcha. I That's not very accurate. Uh, you're you usually... If I'm trying to be the center of attention, for the most part, that doesn't seem to bother you. Uh-oh. <laughs> well. Am I wrong about but that? But if it bothers me, I feel like I'll tell you. Yeah. I wouldn't fake yeah. I don't even at this sick. point I don't think you even really need to say anything. I can just look I'm at you. I'm just the center of attention and then all of a sudden I look over at you and you look at me and I go, "Uh, oops. I went too far." Right. And I feel like we've gotten there. It's taken us a while. And that's what's interesting about this too. We've been married for 10 years. And there are times in our relationship that I, that describes and that doesn't describe. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Like when we were first married, you know, I, I just feel like, do people take this test like every five years or something like that? I don't. Or is the thought that you're the same person always? Yeah. Because I'm not the same person I was five years ago, even right. 10 years ago, especially like I. Do you think you're not the same person or do you think you're just a better version of the person that you were? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Pro I, I mean, a better person. I would hope. Yeah. Yeah. But like I've learned and grown a lot more as a person. So maybe like my personality is the same but it's like I'm a more mature version of it. So maybe, but there's also a well, lot of things like I feel like I, I care a lot more about people than I did. I would agree with that. Yeah. In my early twenties, like I didn't care about anyone. I was very selfish. Yeah. And I feel like I have learned to be more empathetic just being just in our relationship. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Whereas before I would never think about the things I was saying and how they would pay, potentially impact somebody. Yeah. And now kind of think about that. You no, know what you saying? do a lot. But, but, but like that, like there are things I could look back and say, oh, I would make this joke in front of this company. Sure. Not realizing that that would be, you know. Offensive. Whatever it is. Or, yeah. And then now it's like, oh, so it's like, learn. I mean. <laughs> What I'm describing here is the very basic of like maturity. Like, hey, think before you speak. It's the same sure. thing we're trying to teach our five, our five year old. You yeah. know, well, and that's what all, I've that's what I've just learned. We all have lessons to learn. Yeah, yeah, not just learned. You've sure. I don't know. I I think uh, I think it's interesting. I think maybe you could look back and say you were you were always a two, and now you've just you've grown into a better version of a two, um, and maybe that's the point of these, and not necessarily. You, you move from one type of personality to the next type of personality. Sure. But we literally have no idea we what we're talking about. We don't know because we just, we just figured it out. Yeah. We just took the test. We just took the test. There's books. There's. I think the thing that I've seen or that's kind of funny to me is when people will post or um, just share, oh, well, 
you know, the, I'm such a six. And so that's why I did this. Um, right. Do people say that? I haven't seen somebody say I've that. I've seen that. I've seen, seen that, that quite a bit. Actually, okay. that's what kind of made me want to just finally take it. Cause I just didn't know. Yeah. Um, it's just all very fascinating to me, I guess. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Um, and and we'll see. I guess maybe maybe we'll read more about it. And uh, Like, does knowing your number, does that make you want to be... I guess it seemed like there's a healthy version right. and a non-healthy right. version. Right. Does it make you want to constantly be checking in with yourself? Where am I on this scale, sort could, of? Yeah. I just... Yeah. Look, I see it. All I get we know it. is that a seven and a two makes the best relationship. <laughs> I mean, That's what we've learned. But we didn't need a test to tell us that. Wow. You're right. You're so right. Uh, I think this is probably as good of any place to uh, to wrap yeah, up. Yeah, wrap it up. Season two, episode one. Yeah. The Enneagram episode. Yeah. Thanks um, for listening. Thanks for watching. listening. Let us know what number you are or if you're into this. Oh, or yeah, what please. You, I mean, because my guess, us. there's got to be a few people that listen to this and be like, wow, these, these They're idiots. idiots. Oh, jeez. Wow. <laughs> two and a seven, you know? Just harmony. Honestly, though, we probably sound so stupid. So if educate us, if if yeah, if this has been impactful for you, you really like it. Maybe you have, uh, maybe you have some stories of how it's you've changed. I actually, I honestly do want to know how has the Enneagram. If you are like a big fan, how has it impacted your life, positively or negatively? I I'm honestly curious. I'd like to know. Cool. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully our audio sounded a little bit clearer. Yeah, hopefully less echoey. And this uh, is this is Alyssa the two. Oh, and Ryan the, the seven <laughs> signing off. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. I should have ended it, but I just keep calling yeah. so <laughs> Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. See you next time.